0: Good morning, Gamecocks. This is Roos Radio here, presented by CockyNation.com, your independent source for Jacksonville State coverage. I'm your host, Zach White, co-editor at CockyNation.com. And this morning, we are going to talk about Jacksonville State's win over Murray State to clinch a share of the OVC title, as well as a couple thoughts on the season as a whole now that we are one game away from the completion of the regular season. Uh, So first off, once again, JSU defeats Murray State by a final score of 33-15. And while it didn't look great in the first half, Jacksonville State came back after halftime, made some adjustments, and they looked fantastic in the second half to run away with the game, literally. Gamecocks netting a total of 274 yards on the ground at an average of 7.2 yards per rush. Not bad for a team that only had four rushing yards at halftime against the Racers. Uh, In the passing department, Jacksonville State actually passed the ball a lot. 44 passing attempts, 23 completions, 261 total yards for the Gamecocks between Eli Jenkins and Bryant Horn uh, with one touchdown in the air. Total offense, if you want to look at an overall perspective here, uh, 6.5 yards per play efficiency for the Gamecocks. That's fantastic, especially considering they had 82 plays compared to the racers, 2.1 yards per play. But they actually had 85 plays. So, folks, this was a really long game. Um, To give you an idea, I went to a viewing party. Most of the people left to go home. halftime to watch the remainder of the game uh, because we had already been there for three hours Um, Gamecocks totaled 535 yards of offense that's their most uh, that's the most offensive output they've had uh, in a couple weeks compared to the racers who only had 178 total yards that's um, that's incredible considering that the Jacksonville State defense had to defend 85 plays Uh, normally if you're allowing that many plays to be run against you at uh, high tempo. Uh, normally, you're going to give up a lot more yards than 178. So that's a fantastic outing for the, uh, for the defense. Um, and, you know, we'll go from there, uh, going into UT Martin, looking at that defense to be the anchor, especially going into the playoffs as well. Um, one thing I did want to point out is that um, Eli did look off Saturday. Um, there were a lot of errant throws uh, he did throw two interceptions. There were at least two other throws that I can think of that should have been intercepted. They went right to a defender's hands and he just dropped it. Um, so this, despite the yardage, just looking at it, eyeball test, um, Eli struggled this week. and um, I, I made the comment on Twitter that I thought that this would be the week if people were actually watching the game that Eli Jenkins' Player of the Year campaign ended. Um, And that's that's no knock against Eli. It's just a matter of to win the Walter Payton Award, it's just like the Heisman. You have to have a very high output every single week. Now, I I do believe that as far as most valuable player to a team, Eli is right up there with anybody. um, Because without him, this offense does not move at least not at the pace that it does when he's playing. Um, but I do believe that if you were looking at everything on paper, the way how his statistics have been trending uh, downward, and just looking at the eyeball tests, uh, he's he has banged up right now. I know that. Um, I think that at this point we can pretty much say that it's Cooper Cup's award to lose from Eastern Washington and. Uh, you know, I, I still see him as likely being a back to back Peyton Award winner. Um, also, one other thing uh, injuries. Um, Rock Thomas did not enter the game until the second half. Um, that is interesting because there wasn't any kind of report on him being banged up. I know that he's been in limited duty for the past few weeks uh, due to a dirty hit that happened a few weeks ago. Um, but when he did come in, he was on fire. He actually was the player that kind of sparked the offense and got them going in the second half, that led to the success on the run on the ground game. Um, and you know, he—if I'm looking at his total yards for the game—and again, this is really only one half—he had 165 yards and three touchdowns. Um, to give you an idea, his maybe first or second rush in the game was an off-tackle run to the left side, and he hit the corner, and he was gone. Uh, It took three defenders running full speed to catch up to him. They had a good angle, but he had already got 50 yards by the time they caught up to him. Josh Clemens also had a pretty good day, 57 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Bryant Horn, in relief, had 25 yards. Eli Jenkins, only 18 yards rushing. Um, That should give you an idea here of the kind of day that Eli had. Um, We did not run him a whole lot. Out of fear, I think of um, of injuring him yet again. I think that's a smart move. Honestly, we won the game without him having to do any uh, any significant rushing. So let's let's keep that where it is. Uh, Katie Humphreys on the other side only had 138 yards passing. I'm pretty sure that's his lowest passing yards against Jacksonville State, likely this year as well. Um, but he did have two touchdowns. Uh, Josh Barge had 62 yards receiving, but the real um, player of the game on the receiving side was Jamari Hester for Jacksonville State. Six receptions, 102 yards, and a touchdown for Jamari Hester. Um, Murray State, uh, again, not much passing yards here, but Jordan Gandy led with 44 yards and touchdown. It was only a matter of time. Um, defense, Saran Neal, 12 tackles. Quan Stademeyer with eight tackles. Marlon Bridges with eight tackles. None of those names are um, are strangers to the top of that tackle list, um, so that's good to know. Uh, also worth noting, Darius Jackson had two and a half sacks on the day, so his season total now is well above 20. Um so, yeah, again, a great outing for pretty much everybody um, except for Eli and his struggles. But we're gonna chalk that up to um, we're gonna chalk that up to an injury. So we're going to give him a pass there. Um, But overall, though, a good outing. Uh, Dean Kelly in the punting game averaged 36.2 yards. That's higher than what he's been doing. Um, He had two punts that went over 50 yards and two punts inside the 20. So the punting game looked good. Um, As far as the returning game goes, Josh Barge was pretty much kept from returning. I think everybody's figured out that they're just going to kind of squib kick to him and not let him do anything. Uh, Cade Stinnett did have one field goal. Um attempt that was 43 yards and it was blocked he also uh, also the kicking game uh, had two missed PATs so that's a struggle as well Um, that's something we have to get better at I'm not sure really at this point what the formula is this deep into the season to improving that short of lighting up students and saying first one to make it gets the job Um, I know that you know these guys have These guys have had records before where they have went in and they've done well, Um, but this year, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's mojo or what, but um, we've regressed once again in the kicking game this week, and that's something that will eventually burn us. Um, So, you know, overall, if I'm looking at this game, I'd say that I would give the outing. The first half looked terrible. Um, But the second half, you know, coming back and making the adjustments and dealing with adversity, overall, I'm going to give this game an an A. Um, The defense looked solid throughout the game, and the offense, once they made the necessary adjustments by the coaching staff, Uh, They started moving the ball pretty steadily, and everything looked fine there. So, um, overall, again, a good game for the Gamecocks. They win their third straight OVC title, or at least a share of it. And next week's game against UT Martin will determine if they are the outright winner of the conference. yet again, if UT Martin wins next week, they do get the tiebreaker in the OVC, and they will get the automatic bid into the playoffs. Jacksonville State undoubtedly will be an at-large team if they do lose. Uh, but I would expect them to drop down in the seedings and lose home field advantage if they do not win. So there is still a lot on the line this upcoming week against UT Martin. Um, We do need to play with fire because they are a very good team. Um, They're probably the best offense that we have faced in conference play this season, and they are averaging somewhere in the ballpark of 35 points a game right now, so that's something that we need to look at. We're going to talk about this more on Thursday when we do our uh, weekly preview, um, but I just did want to make note of that, that if we have a first half like we had against Murray State, there's a good chance we could be down by 21 points going into halftime and everyone will be in a panic, including me. Um, So that's something to think about going forward. I'm sure that's something that is on Coach Cross's mind and uh, Coach Ogle, Coach Blackwell. I'm sure they're all well aware. Um, Yeah, I'm sure by now they've actually probably looked at the film two or three times now that, you know, they're going to make some adjustments, and I have confidence that they'll do well this upcoming week. Uh, Also, I did want to thank everybody that came out to the uh, Chattahoochee Valley alumni chapter um they we had a meeting saturday a watch party in the first half and uh, we had a good showing uh good good range of people uh young and old um it was it was a good turnout surprisingly we had probably mm, probably about 12 people there total uh which is good for a chapter that um has a large footprint but hasn't been active um when i was speaking with um, some folks from the alumni association um they they're saying that there's around 900 folks in the Chattahoochee Valley area, and that encompasses pretty much everything from Tuskegee to Lafayette to Columbus, if you make a big triangle in that area. Lee County has a lot of people from Jacksonville State, but you don't see it much because most of them are wearing Auburn gear. Shame on you. Um, But, you know, this is something that we can look at uh, and hopefully build on i do see a lot of jsu tags around town and that's something that you know i hope to see more people coming to these. you know if we can even get 25 people there that's enough to start getting the ball rolling with things like um you know starting to starting up scholarships to get more kids to come to the university networking of course for jobs um i met somebody that was in my industry saturday which was really interesting you know where i work is a big enough office that we're always hiring so hopefully something turns into that um but if not you know it's always just a good way to sit down enjoy a meal um enjoy a football game enjoy just talking about the university we spent probably 45 minutes to an hour just talking about how jsu was when we were there and i know that makes me sound like an old man i'm trapped in, i'm a young man trapped in an old man's body i think um so anyways uh, if, if you haven't reached out to your alumni association yet please do so um i know that it's our we're already past homecoming and everything else but most of the alumni associations do do events over the holidays i know that our next event is planned for early january hopefully to um, match up with the fcs championship for those that can't make it Uh, But, you know, I know like Birmingham and Atlanta, they do like Christmas parties and stuff and cocky will show up and um, Montgomery's got one that they're doing this year. I think they were saying they're doing Christmas with cocky. So, you know, definitely get plugged in. Go to the Alumni Association website, update your address. You can find their details for your chapter. Uh, Most of them have like Facebook pages or email list or something. And if, if you don't want to go to all that trouble, just call the Alumni Association up. They answer the phone. Uh, Casey and Alan and all them folks up there are great folks. They're going to help you out. They're going to get you plugged in because it benefits everybody to do that. It's going to help you because it's going to make your degree look better to say, I'm from a school that's got a very tight-knit and uh, strong network. At the same time, you're going to help bring more students to the university, which creates a snowball effect. And finally, of course, donations to Jacksonville State do help the school. Uh, So definitely look into that if you haven't already. Anyways, folks, I just wanted to thank all of you once again for listening in. I know that, you know, we're kind of trudging along at this point in the season. We're hoping that the pace kind of picks up in the playoffs and around the holidays Um, I know I've been working 60-hour weeks and my wife has been and, uh, you know, all of our riders have been working long hours as well. You know, we're trying to squeeze this stuff in. So I wanted to thank you guys for taking the time out because it does require some effort on our part to get this done and produce this stuff. So uh, thanks again for listening. And until next time, folks, stay cocky.